0: Welcome to another episode of the Jay bear Podcast, recording this on a Sunday late morning, almost afternoon. And we are now going to be talking National Football League. Of course, the NFL draft held just about a week ago, and many teams have seen improvement. We're going to talk about a lot of teams in the NFL today, although we are really going to be focusing on the AFC South. As uh, My guest and I, that's who our favorite teams are. And My guest today, I have known this gentleman now for several years. He became a beta when I was a junior in college and uh, has become one of my great, great friends since then. Uh, we see each other quite often. We talk quite often in group chats about football and everything. He and I have talked about doing this. For quite some time, and I am pleased to be joined by my brother, Angelo Yeomans. Angelo, hello. Thanks, Jordan. How's it going, man? Uh, too bad, man. How you doing? I'm just really excited to talk NFL and AFC South. Right. I'm pretty pumped for this season. And, and, you know, before we get to the next season, how shocked were you that the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year? Um, super shocked, because I don't really remember uh, being super impressed by Nick Foles at all uh, in his career, so... You know, I mean, I'm super happy about it. Uh, I thought they had great depth at the running back position, um, mm. and I thought they had great depth in the front seven of the defense. So I'm I'm just really shocked uh, still, but uh, I'm happy for them. I I was I have to admit I was really pulling for the Vikings because I'm a big Case <laughs> Keenum fan. Right. Uh, but I think everyone is at this moment. Uh, but uh, yeah, Eagles winning, great for them. Uh, good for the NFC East too, uh, really, because those guys have struggled for so long ever since Eli. Uh, went there with the Giants so I agree. Them. I agree there so I agree it was a it was a fun NFL season last year saw a lot of surprises Jacksonville oh, yeah. Tennessee I mean Jacksonville I mean they're on the brink right now potentially being really special oh goodness yeah I mean, we're definitely gonna get into the potentials of what they're gonna have this season but definitely their last season was uh was a shock especially going from winning what two games. Uh, I think so. Before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you, you go from winning so few games to out of nowhere just trashing your opponents the next year. It's it's thoroughly impressive. I agree. So let's get into it. The NFL draft has been held. Uh, the NFL Network. Um, they had several people. They had Dion Sanders, who was on the NFL Network talking about the AFC South. Uh, in his eyes, he said the Colts and the Titans both had the best drafts. Of the AFC South, what do you think of that? So actually, it's uh, you Say, I, I definitely graded them at the higher grades. I, I was a bit, I was a bit rough uh, on the Titans. I'm actually, you know, as you know, I'm a huge Tennessee Titans fan. Sure. So I've tried really hard uh, to prepare for this to be a, as unbiased as possible. Obviously, that's going to happen anyway. But sure. When it comes to the Colts and Titans draft grades, I mean, I, I'll, I'll hit on uh, on on Indy real quick though. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't realize. I think that they had five picks in the first two rounds, which is pretty absurd. Um, they obviously filled up and updated their defensive line and offensive line where they needed it. But I think uh, what everyone needs to be looking at is the running back they picked in round four, which is uh, uh, Hine, N- Hines. N- Niamh. Uh, yeah. is out of NC State. Yeah, N- nine Hines out of NC State. Uh, this kid is good. Uh, he was part of a good program is what was more mm-hmm. one point. He, he can be molded really well. And, I mean, I'm pretty – Pretty impressed with their draft class. Uh, I think that it was a big mistake not getting Karrion Johnson out of Auburn at your running back. Uh, but, obviously, they picked up Hines. They picked up a running back, I think, out of Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi, Mississippi, yeah. Mississippi. The so, round, I mean, yeah. you know, they're, they're trying their best. I've heard that uh, Marlon Mack's been doing some offseason work with Frank Gore. But, overall, I mean, I think the Colts uh, filled with their needs. So, they get a draft grade of a B for me because only they did not get any elite skill players. Yes, I know. Uh, Quentin, Quint, you know, Quentin, Nelson. Quentin Nelson is arguably going to be the best uh, offensive, rookie offensive lineman this year, but he's not a skilled position. Right. Uh, and I'm not saying that the Colts need to get a skilled position, but they didn't get enough flash, uh, especially in the first two rounds. When you have five picks in the first two rounds and you just go offensive line and defensive line, I think with one linebacker as well, it's yeah. difficult to say your draft was super, super impressive because you didn't get a weapon. Wow. you didn't you didn't fill your wide receiver need. You didn't really fill your defensive back need that you need, and you certainly did not fill your running back need until the fourth round. Although they did sign, um, I forget what his name was, Eric one, Ebron. Yeah, the big, big deal for Eric yeah. yeah, picking yeah. up Eric Ebron in the in the uh, free agency is huge uh, because uh, Jack Doyle is just so inconsistent. And then another big offseason signing for them was re-signing uh, Vinatieri. I agree, uh, which is huge. Um, you know, he's he's a special teams. You know. Freak, obviously. So that's pretty exciting for them. But yeah, I, I would have liked to see the Colts uh, go a little bit more into the skill players. I'm glad they were rounding out what they what they feel like they needed, especially depth in the mm-hmm. offensive line, and defensive line. But uh, hopefully, uh, they they look into maybe like a Des Bryant, something like that, you know, or even a Brandon Marshall. And uh, the thi- and the thing is with Des Bryant, there's really not a whole lot of teams have shown interest. I think they're afraid to sign him. I haven't seen a single team interested in, in him or uh, Brad Marshall, people need to realize that I I understand those guys are old, but those guys are going to catch 50 passes this year with five touchdowns. And they're going to average 20 yards a game. Uh, those are going to be key areas that you can use a veteran guy who can be in the slot or be in the wide, especially in the red zone. So, uh, Honestly, the AFC South as a, as a whole unit needs to be looking at both Brian Marshall and Des Bryant right now in the free well, well, and right. the thing also with Des Bryant, I think completely healthy. When he is healthy, I think he's one of the top three wide receivers in the game. I think you have him and Tony O'Brien and Odell, De- Odell Beckham are the top three. No, yes. Des Bryan's different, definitely great. And I think that uh, when you look at his numbers last three seasons, it's difficult to judge how how good of a player he was. But you have to remember three seasons ago, he had no quarterback. Mm. Uh, with Tony O'Brien and Hurd, they had nobody there. And then two seasons ago, he had a rookie, Dak Prescott. Who had a really good year. had a good year, but he averaged maybe 18 passes a game. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was a rushing team if I ever received one, mm-hmm. obviously. And then last year, again, uh, you know, he didn't get a lot of play time, unfortunately. So I think that uh, people are undervaluing Des Bryant a lot. Right I, I, I agree, and I think a team that picks him up and also Brandon Marshall, people don't realize Brandon Marshall has the record for most catches in an NFL game, which was right? Yep, which was set when he was with the Broncos and they played the Colts. Yep, um, I mean, uh, yeah. Brandon Marshall is actually one of my favorite. Um, players in the league I just love his swagger I love I love his attitude and you know I'm I'm highly confident that if he doesn't get hurt last season um you know he he tacks on some good point you know some good stats for the Giants last season so uh, obviously he didn't pass his physical which is a huge issue but yeah. that happens as you get up in the age absolutely he's gonna pass his physical next he's gonna get signed on by a team he's gonna catch 50 passes this year And he's yeah. gonna all a few touchdowns and probably a few hundred yards, and people are going to be really regretting not looking at Brandon Marshall more seriously. I agree, him and, him and Des Bryant. Although, I think Des Bryant, I th- I'm with you. Don't be surprised. A team that I have been hearing that's possibly in the market for Des Bryant or Brandon Marshall is the New England Patriots, and that's scary to think about. So, I mean, you know, think about it. They love signing those guys that have tacked on the years. You know, obviously, for some reason, they felt that Brandon Cooks wasn't their long-term option at mm-hmm. wide receiver. I yeah. definitely think that was a horrible move for the Patriots. I agree. Uh, I don't think they trade very well for it. Um, but, uh, you know, they lose Brandon Cooks, who has only been in the league for four or five years. Uh, that guy's going to be an elite player over in uh, L.A. now for the Rams. It's going to be pretty ridiculous. Dude, the Rams are going to be fun to watch, man. That is fun a- to watch last yeah. year, too. I mean, you know, they, they had some pretty poor offseason choices when it came to getting rid of some key defensive talent. I'm pretty mm-hmm. upset with them for that uh, because you go from having a great – defense, um to you know, who knows what they're gonna have. But also they got rid of some coaching staff. Most importantly, their offensive coordinator, which we all know the Rams had the number one offense last year. Yeah. And who's who's now the, the offensive coordinator? Uh, where where's he going? Tennessee. Uh- yeah, I about to say the he's Titans now that right he's on. now the Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator. So you have the number one offensive coordinator now in Tennessee, and you've lost what you got going on in the Rams. I'm really nervous for them. I still think they win ten games. I'm super nervous for them though. All right, all right. Well, and that's the thing is people don't realize how big coaching was. I mean, you saw yeah. I think with Indianapolis um, about the uh, you know the coaching changes that they made. Yeah, you had. Uh, Chuck Pagano for years, and Chuck Pagano, for the record, was a great person. Oh yeah. He, he, he I think he could be a good coordinator somewhere. I really, 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 Def, do. definitely a front office guy too. But yeah. He just couldn't. He couldn't really do what he needed to do when it came to the major decisions. You know, like especially watching the last couple of years, there were just some poor coaching decisions I think he made on this oh, part. I mean, and the thing is, again, I can't put enough emphasis on this. The Colts were four and twelve last year, and ten of those twelve losses they were leading in halftime. Yeah. And the only two games that they just got their fucking dicks kicked in was against the Jaguars, who were seconds away from beating New England in the AFC Championship. Yeah, and to be fair, the Jags probably in at least six of their games won pretty easily handily against good teams. You know, I mean, you look at both their games against the Steelers. They they embarrassed those guys. I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. And so I, I think when I look at that, Frank Reich, you know, well, let's let's go with the off season And I talked about this yeah. on, on on an early on an earlier podcast. You had Josh McDaniels right signed. I thought that was an an okay signing. Right, I, I didn't dislike it, but I'm like, okay, that's not terrible. But then when he pulled out, and but then when I read that the Colts were kind of possibly expecting him to do that, first yeah. of all, that's a shitty thing to do. Right. McDaniel's the only way he gets a head coaching job now is with New England. Yeah, but. I, I do think it's a blessing in disguise because you lost Josh McDaniels, who I think actually is a great offensive coordinator. I agree. However, you picked up your new head coach with the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, which mm-hmm. is big
1: time. Well, and because and, that yeah.
0: guy went to a Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback, and he He's and, a good coach. and he looked like an elite quarterback in the Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, so I mean. You know, if if I'm a Colts fan, I'm certainly not oh. upset about the Mm-mm. head coach situation right now. I, I mean, I'm not excited about your your changes to offense coordinator, defense coordinator. You picked up offensive coordinator from uh, San Diego. Yeah, he's been there for a while, but it's San Diego. You yeah, they struggled. I I love Phil Rivers, and I even like Melvin Gordon quite a bit. But um, you know, that's not that's not an offense you're super excited about. In that, and then with the defense coordinator with the Cowboys, you know. The thing about the about any coordinator in the uh, NFC East is you struggle between eight and eight and ten and six in that division, mm-hmm. and it's not because of any defense. You know, it's not because of your elite in one area. You guys are just all kind of messing around. So I'm not super excited with the coordination, but I'm super excited with their head coach because that guy is is firing. When they when they signed him and they showed you know the picture of him signing his contract, which is of course they had to tweet that out. Right. Once I saw that though, and I was talking to my friend Rob, who uh, he's our afternoon host. At the station, yep. one thing we both said was this: that we got we were better off. Oh, I mean th- yes. this guy so much better off. This guy's good. Yeah, this guy's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited, and uh, hopefully, it's going to be a great season for the Colts. We'll talk about after we go through the the yeah, draft, the draft, draft range. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about what we think will happen this season. So that's the Indianapolis Colts. Now let's go to your team, the Tennessee Titans. And you obviously know a lot more about this. (laughs) I do. Uh, Uh, Like I said, I tried, I tried really hard not to be biased, but uh, when I, when I was doing my notes and all my research, obviously I I didn't really have to look up anything for the Titans. I, I, uh, in the last, uh, you know, I've been a Titans fan as long as I, I could remember what football was. uh, And obviously um, they've only been in Tennessee as the Titans for 20 years now. So it's Mm -hmm. pretty, it's a pretty easy fandom to follow. uh, You know, granted, but um, yeah, I, 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 Really committed myself to just knowing everything about this team the last few seasons, and this year was really exciting because you know uh, you know we went to the we went to the playoffs last year, which was great. Uh, I was actually at the Jacksonville game in week yeah. seventeen. It was New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve when they won, and it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever witnessed because you know even though it was a week seventeen game, that was a playoff game. It All was right. win it and you're in it, yeah. or lose it, you go home. So it was amazing. But uh, so big needs this year, um, in my opinion, uh, were obviously always going to be linebackers and defensive ends uh, for the Titans because they cycle guys through, they run a really fast paced three, four defense. I don't know if that's going to change because they've now picked up the Ravens defensive coordinator uh, who had the number three defense last year. So I'm right. super excited to have the number one offense, number three of last year. Okay. But um, uh, I'm not super happy with the draft of the Titans. Uh, I was looking at a lot of grades on ESPN and every other site uh, Titans are getting like a grades for the draft. I, I, I really don't believe that. I know I'm being harsh. It, but it was a B-plus from uh, Deion yeah. Sanders. So I, I'm not super excited about it because uh, what they needed, the three positions they needed were linebacker, defensive end, offensive lineman, and tight end. Depth of offensive line, and they need a tight end because the Lane Walker getting old. Their O-line was not good last yeah. year. And Johnu Smith, who they picked last year in the draft at tight end, um, I don't think is going to be the player that I thought he was going to be. So uh, I'm looking at the draft this year. Um, they get a great pick in Rashawn Evans, the pick I knew they were gonna get. I, I wasn't surprised mm. at pick twenty two. I was surprised they moved up from forty five twenty two 22 uh, to give that's, up some much that's of. a sleeper pick. Yeah. But Rashawn Evans, uh you look at that, he's a man. Mm. That guy is a man all ready to go. He mm. is he is locked and loaded. Uh so I'm pretty excited about him. Part has, of a great Alabama yeah, defense. Great Alabama defense. He's already a starter immediately. Uh Watch him recab it. Uh, picked up defensive end out of Boston College, uh, who he plays spur. So really, he's a he's a flex linebacker, defensive end. Super excited about that because we need some speed. Uh, but then we pick up uh, like Kirk Shank or something at, at defensive back. Totally fine with it. We pick defensive backs now though in the second or third round for so many years in a row, and the only one that's worked out right now is a Dory Jackson. I'm not super committed on a Dory Jackson yet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get. Uh, um, was it Falk from uh, Wazoo, you know Washington yeah. State University? Um, yeah, it's a scary pick for me because I'm not sure what that says about our investment in Marcus Mariota, Honestly, um, I think that with you know they only had four picks, and with their fourth pick they went with the quarterback, and there were other needs that needed to be filled, such as wide. They, they didn't have a lot of picks this year. No, the they traded same. a lot away, uh, which they knew they were going to do because they feel pretty confident in their unit, um, and they they made some. Uh, the important thing is they made a lot of good free agency acquisitions. So first mm-hmm. of all, draft grade for my Titans are going to be a B uh, because I feel they didn't do what they needed to do completely. But Rashawn Evans and I gosh wish wish I could remember the defensive end's name from Boston College. Those guys are studs and um, uh, they're gonna they're gonna do really well. But the you know big thing with free agency, you know, we talked about the Colts picking up Eric Ebron, which I think is going to be really big. I also think that the Titans did super well in free agency. Uh, they messed around a lot. They picked up some guys from, obviously, AFC South teams. That's what these divisions always do. Mm. But uh, you lost DeMarco Murray. Um, I love DeMarco Murray. He did what he needed for the team. He got them back on track. Where did DeMarco Murray go? He, uh, as far as I know, I don't know. Is he still a free agent? He's still a free agent. Okay. Um, he's worth 12 carries a game, so he also needs to be considered by somebody somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll he, you know, he get 12 carries a game. He's not going to do a lot of things for you, but he's a really great leader. He turned He turned our offense around, honestly. He really yeah. did. Uh, but you gain Malcolm Butler and Dion Lewis from the Patriots. So uh, and we already have Logan Ryan from last year when we gained him. So we're just bringing all the championship caliber. You know, Mike Vrabel, new head coach, played at uh, at New England. So you know, we're we're picking up all this championship caliber stuff, and I'm super excited about it. You know, I'm super super excited about the off season coaching changes. Um, but you know, getting Malcolm Butler and Dion Lewis uh, is is a very exciting time. But draft grade not so great. But their off season acquisitions are, I think. Uh, some of the best in the AFC South, um, maybe only slightly rivaled by the Jags, only slightly. But yeah, so that, that's where I'm at with the Titans act, uh, off season and everything. Well, like well, and, you know, the Titans are the team, you know, you look at Marcus Mariota, he's got a lot of potential, but he was hurt a lot last year. Yes. And because the fact is the offensive line couldn't protect him. He was in the same boat as Andrew Luck, who we're going to talk about in a while. Um, you know, he was somebody who got hurt because he was getting, you know, killed. Yeah, just to short. I mean, and that's the thing, too, is – uh, you know, right now, the AFC South is slowly becoming a rushing division. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's what they're attempting to. And, you know, we just got to see what that looks like because I'm, I'm not really sure. You know, with the offensive coordinator from the Rants coming over, you know, that guy worked with one of the best running backs last year, if not yeah. the best running back last year, yeah. he might want to utilize Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry a lot differently this year. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about, it. We, we may see Mark's Mario only throwing 22 passes a game, which I'm not going to be upset about because Der- when he throws less than 25 passes, he's good. Derrick Henry is a man. Dude. Derrick Henry is a man. Oh you know, my God. I, I got, I got the pleasure of watching him live twice last season and he's just disgusting. Uh, I mean, like he's, it's, he's mean. Oh. he is big. He's, he's, he's bigger than half the defense when he's running around so it's just really exciting to watch him play and it's his backfield now and i'm i'm fine with that Uh, i agree so well you know that's the colts and the titans uh draft grade and again we will we are going to get into here in a little bit uh once we discuss the other two teams what we think the outlook of this nfl season is for the afc south who we think will go to the playoffs and also just what we think will happen there on the rest of the nfl as well um now let's go to a team that really was hot last year until uh until uh deshaun watson got hurt uh, and that was the Houston Texans, who of course had won the division several years. Deshaun Watson, you know, was balling, and then he tears his ACL. It was it Week Three or Week Four? And really, they just struggled. The Colts beat him twice, and uh, I think it was a little bit later because he ended up going three and three last year. Was he three and three? Uh, okay. So I think I think it was Week Seven he went down. I remember because I'm pretty sure it was the week before the Titans played him. I was super nervous mm-hmm. uh, because he was, you know, even though he wasn't winning a lot of games, he was just so flashy. So, you lost, you know, J.J. Watts. Yeah. So, they, they had a really rough time. Brian Cushing wasn't playing because of doping. So, they had a rough time last season for sure. And, you know, the Texans are a team. Deshaun Watson's going to be back. And he was good. But the thing about Deshaun Watson is after a torn ACL, one big thing that Deshaun Watson was always good at when he was at Clemson was he, was, he, he could throw, but he also was his ability to run. Yeah. His, so, his mobility, I think, is going to be drastically taken down and, and you know, I look at a couple guys that suffered a leg injury recently, like Derek Carr, Marks Mariota. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both decreased their mobility a lot this this yeah. past season because of their. They both broke with their leg on the same day yeah. of week. Uh, I remember that, seventeen yeah. of the, of two seasons ago, and they didn't they didn't do as much on the ground this year as they typically do. And mm-hmm. I don't think Sean Watson's going to be doing as much on the ground this year. So he's going to have to be able to throw out of the pocket for Houston to succeed. So when you look at the draft for Houston, what is your expertise on that? Goodness, uh, their draft was just so bad. Um, you know, they filled depth, but they didn't. They didn't get any starters. They didn't get any flash. Um, they mostly focused on their secondary and their offensive front. Uh, I'm concluding tight ends on that, uh, yeah. but because I believe they picked up a couple tight ends, honestly. But I'm just not super excited about their draft. I gave their draft a C because it's always good to utilize your draft to fill in the you know fill in some depth because you know they should know more than ever that injuries can happen whenever and you can be really screwed on injuries. But I'm just not happy with their draft. However, I am pretty excited about their free agency acquisitions because they got three veteran offensive linemen to fill up that offensive line, and the biggest thing is they picked up Tyron Matthew, which. I think was one of the hottest free agents this year. Oh. I think that people are undervaluing him because of his injuries a lot. But when that guy plays, that guy plays. When he played for the 13-3 Cardinals a few seasons ago, that guy was an animal. So, I, I remember when he was getting – because remember, he got kicked off of LSU in yes. his senior year because I think it was a weed or – Something like uh, that. But it? then Bruce Arians took a major yeah. risk on him and turned yeah. out super yeah. well. well the and, and I remember our other brother, Matt Ryan, one thing he told me before that draft was he, he said – he's like. Tyron Matthew is going to be a steal for anyone that picks him up. And he, he is. He was right on the money. You know, he gets hurt, which is always super unfortunate. But, yeah. man, when he's playing, he's playing well. He's playing yeah. good football. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I'm nervous about it, but I'm pretty excited about it because they really put in a, a good pe- a good weapon in their secondary. I agree. So, you know, that's unfortunate about the Texans because really it just seemed like to me the Texans always were so close uh, they, they were just something missing away. And now... Like a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a quarterback example. Because remember Matt Shaw when he was there for yeah, years? Yeah, I mean, I feel like every time they've gone to the playoffs the last uh, few seasons, obviously not last season because they went 4-12, and 12, but they went three seasons in a row from 2014-2016 at 9-7. and seven. I can't tell you who their starting quarterback was. TJ Yates? Was TJ Yates one year maybe or something? Maybe, I, maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick was Possible. in 2014. I don't... That's the thing, though. They've never had a guy at quarterback since Schaub. Yeah. I mean... And that was it. And, and, you know, that's a team that... To me, for them, if they don't have a quarterback, they're done. And, yeah. And that's unfortunate. I think the Colts are in the same boat, too, which we'll talk more about that in a little while. Obviously, so yeah. So, you would you, you would not classify the Texans. What grade would you give the Texans for their draft? Like, a, you know, a C. Uh, I, I think I'm being super generous, but mm-hmm. I, I've got to give them credit for filling in depth that injuries, you know, like mm-hmm. offensive front, secondary, those guys get hurt uh, yeah. because they're, they're doing a lot. So um, yeah, we're looking at a C for them. Okay. So that's the Texans. We'll talk about what we think will happen. Let's talk about the defending AFC South champions. The Jackson- <laughs> Do we have, have to, <laughs> I hate the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I just want to go on record and say that when I went to uh, the Tennessee Jaguars game in Nashville on new year's Eve week 17 playoff game for Tennessee, pretty much. Those Jacksonville Jaguars fans are the rudest individuals oh. I've ever been around. Oh. They they cheer when people get hurt. They say the gnarliest things. It is the most unsportsman thing I I despise Jacksonville Jaguars. When, 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 when I when I was uh, when I had season tickets for the Colts a couple years ago, we went to the Jag. We went to a Jags game, and I forget who went. It might have been Carrington that went with me that game, and we. Uh, and there were Jaguars fans in front of us, and like not only were they just saying bad things, they were they were saying racial slurs, yeah, and, they're just the and homophobic yeah. and homophobic slurs. It's just like come on, dude, they're, just, like, they're so rude. I don't understand. I mean, your your team was good for for like one season back in like two thousand one, mm-hmm. and last season was like that you, Dave, was that David Gerrard or was that before David Gerard? That was before David Gerard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can't remember who it was now though. For, save a life of yeah, me. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. that that was the year that uh, they went like uh, fourteen and two. And there are two losses were against uh, the Tennessee Titans. And then they lost to the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game. So it was I the year that. 2000. Yeah. It was the year 2000. Uh, because that was the year they went to the Super Bowl and lost well, by a foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Oh, anyway. <laughs> not, not, not that we're worrying about that. Yeah, I guess we'll talk about the freaking Jags now. Well, and the Jaguars, the fact is – you want to talk about a mean defensive front, man? That that defensive front is about as lethal and, as any team. And they team made football. it more mean with the draft. That's fucking That's scary. scary. <laughs> they picked up, you know, they picked up Taven uh, uh, Brian, defense tackle from Florida. Uh, you know, you probably don't recognize his name, but when you saw him get picked in the draft, dude is a large human being <laughs> and you know when you're putting them next to Clive campbell i'm not super excited if i'm playing offensive line for the afc south teams because uh those <laughs> hey are rookie some, here it, you go those are some scary dudes uh but you know what but that's about all they did with the draft they also picked up uh, dj chark i think in the third round mm-hmm. at wide receiver from lsu i was incredibly surprised that dj chark lasted the third round i I had him at, like, first round, honestly. He's a he's a stud at wide receiver. But they picked him up, which is pretty great. Um, you know, They also did some pretty smart acquisitions. Um, they re-signed Marquise Lee at wide receiver. They pick up Dante Moncrief from the Colts, who didn't have a great season last year, but he had a good season a couple years he's ago. He's talented. He's a talented guy. Um, the biggest offseason uh, change for the Jags. And I didn't know this until last night when I was doing research, and I'm pretty upset with myself because I love this player <laughs> okay. so much. Okay. They picked up in free agency Austin seferian jakins Austin seferian jakins I don't remember, was uh, tied in for the Jets last year. Oh, okay. That dude, he, he had one of the very controversial uh, touchdown catches that were called back. Oh, on the and was it a catch or no and catch? That, and that now, with the new catch we have, would have been a catch. Yeah. They would have won that game. Yeah. Um, that dude, he's big. Um, he's long. I mean, he puts his arms out. He takes up half the field. Uh, he's going to be great, I think. Uh, I didn't know that he was available in free agency. I'm super upset now that the Titans didn't even think about him in, in consideration. But uh, Austin Sparrow and Jenkins was one of my favorite tight ends last year. Um, and I think that uh, he's going to be a super good fit for mm-hmm. the Jags. But other than that, you know, uh, in, the, in the rest of the draft, they didn't really do much. I was looking at their picks. I'm not super impressed. Uh, no recognizable names. No super good talent. Um, they get a draft gate of a C. Um, but it, it's a strong C. We'll call it C plus just because I think that the Taven Bryan and DJ Chark are two great rookie pieces they're going to add, mm-hmm. but then their off season, you know, Austin Sparrow and Jenkins, I think is going to be super impressive in the AFC South. Uh, he's going to be with CJ Fedorowicz for the Texans. wished he could have oh, been at Fedorowicz, man. He at times looks like yeah, a stud, but, but I think, J- I think Sparrow Jenkins is going to, is going to play like Fedorowicz, but at a, you know, Better rates almost because Fedorovitz falls off well, fell off way too easily. I agree. So we've talked about the draft grades um, and you know everything in the free agency. Well, now let's take a look at the off season or not the off season at looking ahead to the NFL season, yeah. which will take place this year. Um, and let's talk about what we think will happen with these teams from the AFC South. Of course, the Jaguars are the defending champions. Let's start, again, with our teams. Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Yeah, let's um, let, let, let us, let's assume, which I believe he will be, okay. let's assume Andrew Luck will be healthy and ready to go week one, which I believe he will be. Every Everyone, everything I've read, it says that. Andrew okay. Luck says he'll be ready to go. That's fair. So let's assume Andrew Luck is healthy, ready to go. What do you think happens with the Colts this year? All right, so so initially, um, I, I, do, I do just want to throw out that I, I did make a prediction for both. Okay, I sure. Did, I right did in. one with or without. So I'm just going to say, I'm going to briefly touch on without. Um, and that'll be it. so without, I, I gave him a six and 10 this year, uh, with a division, that's of a two, fair with a division of a two and four with Andrew luck. They go to eight and eight with mm-hmm. probably a division of a three and three record. Okay. Uh, let me explain that. Um, no, please. Now I'll, I'll go ahead and explain that now. And I wrote this as no, sure. the AFC South is quickly becoming a division. That's going to be very difficult to pass. in. Right. Um, the Tennessee tie-ins have developed what I'm going to consider <laughs> is going to be like the next great legion of boom. Okay. Um, with Johnson Cyprian, you know, uh you know, ba- uh, uh, you know, you've got uh, Malcolm Butler, Logan Ryan. Uh, there's just some great talent back there. Um, so I'm really thinking that uh, Kevin Byard, who uh, okay. other than Darius Slate, <laughs> led the league interceptions, that guy came out of nowhere, I'll admit. And then you've got the Jags, who, you know, I might even go through their roster because it just grosses me out how good <laughs> their secondary is. And then, you know, uh, assuming Tyre Matthews stays uh, healthy, the Texans are going to have a, a decent passing event. So, you know, I think Andrew Luck, if he plays, they go eight and eight. They, they split their games, uh, you know, they possibly split their games. They maybe still go two and four in the division. Uh, but – I just think that he's gonna have a hard time getting back into it and throwing that football right. around because he has he last time he played these teams were awful yeah last time he played they went you know what like twelve and
1: four
0: something like that uh, or I think they I think he went eight and eight before he got hurt but yeah. the last time he played really was twelve and four and uh, those teams all these teams sucked they were all like three mm-hmm. and thirteen or four and twelve teams so he's not used to. The defense is he's about to face twice a year. Well, and let's look at the Colts' non-division games this year. Yeah, open up the season with the Bengals. Yep. The Bengals, we'll talk about them in a minute. I think the Bengals are going to be shit this year. Oh, so bad this year. (laughs) So bad. Like, I think they are going to... They might be the worst team this year. Like, they are going to suck something bad. I'm sorry to my Bengals friends out there, but I mean, I'm sorry. I I think keeping... uh what's the head coach's name uh exactly yeah i mean <laughs> what, what, what's that co- i mean he's been there so long and you won't fire him for anything so, so bad yeah that then they play at the redskins who knows i don't know much about the redskins this year so, so. what i did is is i put tough away and tough home games and yeah. the skins is definitely a game that i put down as they're tough because sure. i don't know you know we don't know what's going on over there but i love alex smith I, I agree. I it's a great, it. great pick by the Redskins. I think it's, I think it's going to work for them. Uh, but I still think that playing at Skins may be difficult for mm. a Colts team. I agree. Do, do you think any of anyone that's listening for people that are calling for it? Do you think the Redskins' name will ever change? I really hope it doesn't. I don't think it will. You don't think it will? No, I, I think that it was it was a popular debate a couple years ago and i think it's really fallen off okay good um good all right uh at the eagles i mean we know how tough that'll be yeah at patriots at patriots at at jacksonville they at they're at the jets too you never know they're at oakland this year uh they host the dolphins they host the cowboys this year and the giants so those are all, yeah. Are, uh, and, the, and then the big thing is they play at Tennessee in week seventeen. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't normally put that down as a tough game, but in the event that Tennessee is a game away from either getting a buy or into the wild card again this year, yeah. I watched them play a playoff game week seventeen last year. I don't yeah. I don't think they would ever lose a playoff game week seventeen. So mm-hmm. that that would be a tough one, depending on where Tennessee's at in week seventeen. Awesome. So you so for, here's what I think. I think healthy. The Colts win ten games this year. Okay, uh, I that's do. fair. I, I think the Colts because I think this offensive line will be much improved. I love what Frank. I love Frank Reich. Um, I think Chris Ballard has done an incredible job as GM uh, so far, and what he did with the draft class this year. Because when they made that trade, it was uh, weekend. I think everyone was out here, and right. Ta- and Taylor, our brother Taylor, who's a Colts fan as well, we were talking about it. When they just traded down just to number six, and then they got two more first second round picks, it was like. Oh, okay. It, it was a great pickup for them. Definitely was. I think that they, they could have played it even a little bit better. I think they could trade down a little bit more, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, yeah. the first like 12 picks were skills players, man. You know, I think they could have went down, but I'm fine with what they did because it still mm-hmm. got great value. But, you know, you, you say 10 games, you know, let me look at my, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. That makes sense. You know, I, I think that. They're also not guaranteed losses. No, but games that are going to be difficult to win are obviously going to be at skins, at eagles, at patriots, at jags, home against jags, and I think home against cowboys. I agree. I the problem I have with cowboys is is I, I put them down for almost all of my grades of the uh, schedules for all these teams. Sure, I don't know how good the cowboys are. Yeah, uh, because they didn't have Zeke last year, um, mm. and you know they they could do some stuff this year. They're a sleeper for me. They could win twelve games. They could win eight this year. I yeah. don't know what the Cowboys are doing. All right. So that still could be a tough one. I could see ten and six. I think that um, last year they proved they struggled to close. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, new coaching that could change. I'm still I'm still going to sit with a healthy Andrew Luck at okay. eight and eight. Okay, that's fair. Probably. All right. So let's go to now your team, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, last year, a wild card team getting in on the last week with a victory over Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, what's your outlook on Tennessee for this year? Well, Tennessee. Um, plays a very difficult home schedule in my opinion. Um, so the way they play Jags and Cowboys is going to be tough. Right. Uh, but home, they host Eagles, Patriots, obviously the Jags, but they host Eagles and the Patriots. Um, I'm not super excited about those games. Um, I don't know. I think they also host the skins, uh, in like week 15, which could be an issue. Uh, yeah, they host them in week six, sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. So, so that could be a huge issue because you know that's super late in the season. The, they, sk- the skins could... are going to need to be getting to a wild card at that at that rate, so they could be playing some top level football. However. Uh, you know, last time the uh, Titans played against Alex Smith went pretty well for us. Yeah, well, <laughs> So <laughs> um, you know, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but um, they also go to New York Giants this year. We don't know about them. Don't know about them. Uh, here's my issue with the Titans schedule, and it's going to be an issue. I also have the Jack schedule, but uh, so on December second, the Titans play home against the Jets. Yes, that's a Sunday. Yep, they have Thursday night football four days later uh, against Jackson, the Jacksonville. Yeah jaguars that's fucking stupid <laughs> so you go from the jets who on december 2nd could be a whole nother team this year than they were last year with sam darnold mm-hmm. we don't know what's going on with them but then four days later you have to play the jags that's not going to be good no. um they also host the patriots this year on november 11th Yep. Yeah, so i mean um, i'm not i you know they host patriots they host the eagles I, i'm not super confident um you know I had them last night at 11 and five prediction. I thought about it some more. I'm going to put them in a 10 and six prediction because, but the problem is, is is I don't know how good these offensive and defensive coordinators are going to end up being. Mm. Um, I'm going to throw them at 10 and six. I'm going to say they pick up one more win than they did last year. Uh, I'm going to say they go four and two, the division. I think they are splitting with the Texans and the Jags. I think they might be able to sweep the Colts again, or they might sweep the Texans. So they they're, they're going to split with two teams, but they're going to sweep. They're going to sweep one of these teams. And, in the division. and they go to Dallas on November fifth. That's not going to yeah. be an easy game. No. Dallas always especially place, especially but. with November eleventh, uh, the Patriots the next week. I mean, that, mm. that that's a hard schedule to play. Um, you know, pe- people were talking about how the AC South teams have really easy schedules this year based on last year's records of the teams are playing. Okay, sure. But after the drafts this year, you have to reconsider that the Bills and the Jets are no longer as easy teams as we thought they were. Mm. Okay. They picked up good quarterbacks. They could both be eight and eight teams. And at that rate, you know, split games with eight and eight teams. Who knows what the, you know, Tybers are going to look like towards the end of the season when we get to the playoffs. I agree. So you go 10 and six, you have, you have a wild, them as a wild card or you have them winning the division? Oh, they do not win the division. Unfortunately, they're going to get a wild card, but you know, you know, other season, because other season predictions for that, because, you know, I was talking about, Luck and everything, you know, mm-hmm. for for them, uh, I think that their offense is going to be super slow burn again. I, mm-hmm. that, but I'm just not sure with this new offensive coordinator. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that they're going to be looking at probably the best rushing attack in the division, um, okay, because of how slow burn they're going to be because they're going to have to rely a lot on that. Um, but I do think the defense with their with what they've done in the off season and with the draft. You're looking at of a top-ten defense in the AFC South. Obviously, I think the Jacks are still going to be a top-five defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, these defenses are going to be super okay. good. All right, so let's now go to the Houston Texans. Yes. And let me tell you what, the Texans, <laughs> right out the gate, they get to go to New England on September 9th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Holy hell. They uh, So their schedule is pretty ridiculous, actually. So there are away games that are tough are obviously the Patriots, the Jacks, the Eagles, and the Skins. But then they're they're looking at – so their uh, off-division rotation opponent this year is uh, Broncos. Mm-hmm. They're at Broncos. They're playing a the Broncos team. has got Case Keenum, but they're playing at mile high. Um, so, honestly, I don't see the Texans walking away with the win at mile high. Uh, so we'll see about that. Home games, obviously, that they're going to struggle with, I think, are the Cowboys and the Jags. And Bills. And, and Bill. the bills, yeah. I mean, the bills. I'm not worried about the bills with any of these other teams. I'm worried about the bills definitely mm-hmm. against the Texans, though, because the Texans are just so depleted on defense that I think the bills could carry that and, game. Away. And, and they also go to Washington this year. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll talk about yeah, the Cle- Redskins there. We'll, we'll talk about the Cleveland Browns in a minute, and the Cle- yeah. they host the Cleveland Browns this year, a team you never really know about. I, I mean, really wish that game was at Cleveland because I'd like to go see it just to mm-hmm. witness what's going to go on in Cleveland. Honestly, but yeah. you know, I've got I've got Texans at a super generous seven and nine. Um, that's with that. That's assuming that JJ Watt and Deshaun Watson are completely healthy. Mm -hmm. I only have them at a two and four divisional record. Uh, the thing is though, AFC South is looking like a seven, nine team could make it into the, I mean, you know, we, we had two nine and seven wildcard teams last year. What's to say? A seven, nine team can't make it. Uh, Seahawks did it six years ago. Mm -hmm. It can happen. So, uh, that's what I'm looking at for them. Um, maybe, maybe not get into the playoffs. You know, the, the problem is the games are going to be really high scoring. Mm-hmm. They might average most points in the division, but their defense is, isn't playing. Oh, that's, uh, and, and that's yeah. the thing is they're going to lose those games where Deshaun Watson has to chase the points too much, and he's going to get, he's going to get exhausted. you got to remember, he's coming off a serious knee injury yeah. too. I mean, You can he, only throw so many 60-yard Hail Marys to DeAndre Hopkins. Who's a stud, by the way. Yeah, who's a stud. But you can only do that so many times before – it's not a viable option anymore, mm-hmm. especially against these uh past defenses as well. So yeah. we'll see what they're gonna be looking at. But I think I'm being super generous with the Texans. I don't know why I'm being generous with the Texans. I don't really care for them. <laughs> but uh that's what I'm looking at for their record. And, and the team that I think and I agree, I was gonna say seven and nine or six and ten with the with a healthy uh JJ Watt and uh and Deshaun Watson, yes. uh, but without them, I think they maybe win the same thing four. Oh yeah, uh, without them, they, they win tops five games. Yeah. I, mean, um, yeah, yeah, I think I think they're the last place team in the division this year. If you want my honest opinion, oh uh, they, they are. I think that I really wish that the uh, that the Texans and Colts were playing Week Seventeen uh, mm-hmm. because I think that with the way the AFC is looking, the entire conference. You know, a Week 17 Colts Texans matchup could determine that final wild card slot. I agree uh, because I don't think it's out of the realm possibility that AFC South gets three teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't I, think it's out. I'm with you. I mean, because you really look at the rest of the AFC. I mean, the Patriots will be good again. They always yeah. are. But I mean, you know, the Steelers. I don't think are going to be as good. I don't think the Steelers will be anywhere near as yeah, good. This only year. one team out of the AFC North is going to make it. Mm-hmm. Only one team, and yeah. the AFC, AFC East will just have the Patriots go in. Sure, I'm excited for I'm excited for the Jets and the Bills, mm-hmm. but still with new quarterbacks, they're probably just going to win six games. Still, mm-hmm. uh, they'll probably both go six and ten. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then you have the AFC West, which is just a, a frustrating division mm-hmm. because you you. You lose. Kansas loses Alex Smith and thinks that Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback future. No, Patrick Mahomes is going to win five games this season. And yeah. You're going to really regret your decisions. Yeah. Um, Case Keenum, I no. hope pulls in for nine wins. Mm. Derek Carr and the Raiders were not did not impress me last year, no. uh, and they made a horrible decision of not drafting a running back this year. You're banking on Marshawn Lynch, who doesn't typically care what he's doing, and he hasn't played, and also, yeah, well, I mean, he didn't play exactly, for a long time. And, and obviously, you're not looking at the Chargers or anything at all. So, you know, only one team from the West is going in, only one team from the East, and I think only one team from the North. I think you're looking at three teams in the South getting to the playoffs this year. That's, I'm excited to see that. Well, let's talk about this last AFC South team. I and, guess. and and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars, whom can we both agree we think wins the division this they year? They do. I mean, I've got them, unfortunately, at 11-5 record mm-hmm. uh, with a 5-1 and division. Um, You know, they're they're a tough away game. game. I said game. I did yeah. say games. Yes. Their tough away game is maybe Cowboys. Yep. Uh, October okay. 14th. Yeah. Uh, they're t- but they have some, they have some tough home games. Okay. Uh, Eagles on October 28th. Yeah. Eagles. Then they've got Steelers, which, you know, sure. They blanked them last year, but this year's a different year. Okay. I agree. Um, Patriots. Patriots can be kind of pissed off going in, you yeah. know, going into Jacksonville and, you know, again, Redskins. Because I just don't know what they're going to look like. Yeah. Um. Those could be tough games. Uh, again, so like I was talking about with Tennessee, though, on December second, they are home with the Colts. So they do a division game, and and this is actually worse for the Texans than it was for or for the Jaguars than it was mm-hmm. for the Titans because the Titans were, were playing the Jets and then Jags. Mm-hmm. They don't play two division games. Yeah. The Jags are. Yeah. Colts on December second, and then four days later they travel to Tennessee. For a division game. They must think the NFL hates them or something. Right so now. uh I'm looking forward to that game. I'm probably going to that game. I'm being honest with you because sure. now the I, hell not? I, I need to I need to watch the Titans beat the Jags as much as possible because I hate <laughs> those guys. But uh those are gonna be really tough games for them. I think they I think they uh they split with Tennessee. I think the only team that they potentially split with this year in the division is Tennessee. I don't see the Colts and the Texans beating the Jags. Uh, Not unless we see something at the start of the season that yeah. makes us change around right? Because we because we got to go with just what we know right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know the thing is, is the defense is going to carry them to their to those eleven wins. I mm. mean, everyone understand that offensively they averaged less than eighteen points this season. Yeah, I mean because yeah. Bortles and Fournette are the most inconsistent players in the division. I I don't have faith in Bortles this no. year. I think it was silly that they re-signed them. And the so thing a is, decent is yeah, a that. decent extension Yeah, decent extension. The thing is, you know, people want to say, "Oh, Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette, he had, you know, 3 games over 150 yards." Okay, sure. He also had 6 games under 80. Yeah. I mean, so he's not consistent. No. He's, he's a mean guy. He's good. Yeah. He's good at football. But um, he's too inconsistent to say that the offense is going to carry them to those eleven wins. That's going to be all defense. No. Right? Oh yeah, no, defense. all defense. D- defense. It's going to be. It is going to be because they were Borks. the highest scoring defense last year. Yeah. too, I believe. Yeah. yeah, they were the highest scoring defense yeah. in the league last year, and they also I think had the most. I think easily had the most sacks in the league too. Yeah. So. so I mean, but you know, you're looking at Jacksonville, and you're like, oh, well, they put up forty-four points against you know the the Steelers. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure they scored three defensive touchdowns that game. I mean, you know. Uh, their offense isn't doing anything, and I, and I and I watched their offense in Week 17 because of times when when the game was like I think it was like 15 to 10. Mm. That offense sucks because mm. that Titans defense was not good last year, and no. that offense is just trash. Yeah. Um, well, and you 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 look at when they played the Steelers last year. Of course, our friend AJ, my coworker, yeah, uh, he's a big Steelers fan, and we talked about it the next day after they beat the Steelers, and he just said the Steelers just look scared. He yeah. said they look scared to death out there. The defense is good. It, it will carry them to eleven wins, but mm-hmm. uh, the, their five losses are going to be when their offense can't close. Yep, it's going to be in the, it's going to be those times when they're when they when they have to run the two minute drill and they're down by four and Blake Borles can't get them past mm-hmm. the red zone. You know, it's just not going to happen for them. So we have that. So here's our picks: Jaguars, Titans, Colts. Texans or my or what I think the AFC South. I do. think those last two are so interchangeable. I, again, I, I wish they were playing Week Seventeen because that'd be such mm. an exciting game. Mm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what uh, Colton Texas records are going to look like. It depends on quarterback healthy for both of them. Mm-hmm. Depends on what their yeah. quarterback situation. Yeah, is. I, I agree that that's going to determine. We're we're just simply going off of if they're healthy. Right I, I guess maybe I'll lean a little bit more towards the Colts because uh, yeah. their coaching staff is just so much better. I mean, the Texans lost their lost you know uh, Mike Vrabel. Uh, and the Colts picked up the Eagles' offense corner, which is huge. So yeah, we'll I see. I, I agree, and so I'm excited for that. So I'm really excited for the AFC South. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting years for the division. Oh yeah. Uh, assuming again, all assuming all quarterbacks and everything stay healthy, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting years for the AFC South that we've ever seen. Completely. Uh, well, let's talk about some other NFL. Yeah, let's let's story. go for it. Uh, and some other NFL stuff. We mentioned the Bengals. I think they are going to blow something bad this year. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, the Bengals are are just not going to be good this year. Um, they weren't good last year. Mm-hmm. They're, they've Marvin was, Lewis is their head coach. It was here. just so unfortunate because A.J. Green is so just such good. a good wide receiver. But Andy Dalton just sucks. <laughs> and they're not well coached. I mean, Marvin Lewis – that man has not won a playoff game in my lifetime in your I's lifetime. Yeah. I mean, they're just not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, you know, are, are you going to be going to the Bengals? I am. I have every intention of going good. to I that mean, game. That's, 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 that's going to be a good game to go to. Uh, I have every intention of going to that game. I typically always try to make it to the kickoff game. Yeah. Um, and I think this year with the and Bengals, I'll probably take my older brother uh, yeah. since he's a big Bengals fan. And, you know, and you, if my older brother was here, he'd tell you the same thing. he will be like, No, we're going to suck. Like, you know, when ever since they, yeah. I mean, the fact is, Bengals fans are not stupid. I mean, they're, they're angry. We're, we're like Reds fans. I'm a Reds fan. So, yeah, yeah, I right. mean, the team, and like the teams in Cincinnati, man, you look at Xavier getting bounced in the NCAA tournament this year in the second round as a right. one seed. You looked at Cincinnati, who just choked so badly. Oh, so bad. I mean, it's just like at this point, there's like this curse hanging over the yeah. city of Cincinnati. Like, Hey, fuck you guys. Like <laughs> But as for that whole division goes, uh I think that people are overvaluing the Ravens right now. I agree. Um I just wanna point out real quick what the Ravens quarterback depth chart looks like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. RG three and Lamar Jackson. (laughs) The Ravens don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback right now. I don't think Lamar Jackson stays as a quarterback. I might add that's definitely not going to happen. He's going to play a skilled position. Mm -hmm. He needs to get over it. But, um, but RG three, I don't know if that was a PR stunt. I'm just super confused by it. Uh, But I, I don't think the Ravens are going to be as good as people I think are, are, are predicting them to be. Um, You know, the Steelers, I think will win 10 games this year. Ben Roethlisberger saying he's going to play for another four seasons is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, that dude threw six picks in the game last season, and he was considering retiring in the middle of the season. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, he's not going to do anything, um, which is so unfortunate because their team is so talented. They Uh, really are. I think they win the division still. Yeah. And I think that the rest of the teams in the division don't win. I, I think, honestly, second place this year in the division is the Cleveland Browns. I mean, the, why not? I mean, that's a safe yeah. pick to me. I so, mean. so here's what happened, right? So, I'm sitting there watching the draft. First round pick comes up and they pick the white right guy. Yep. They I pick agree. Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. His attitude and his swagger is what is the Browns amazing. need. It's what, what the Browns what? need. Yeah. That guy is a competitor. He's cocky, sure, but he's not Johnny Manziel cocky, Mm-mm. and I think that's what people were all stressed about, and I've I mean, never seen so many people are so mad about Baker Mayfield getting picked to the Browns. They're like, oh, it's just going to be Johnny Manziel again. No, it's not. No, it's not. Johnny Manziel was a little scrawny little kid. Baker Mayfield is a man. Mm-hmm. This guy is a, I'll say it, a boss. Yes. I mean, this guy is ridiculous, okay? So they pick Baker Mayfield. Okay, cool. All right, Browns are winning five games. Hands down, because I think they're blanking the Ravens for sure. Mm. They're taking one for, or blanking the Bengals. They're taking one from the Ravens. They might take one from the Steelers. Yeah. And they'll probably beat the Texans. Yeah. So, boom, I'm taking, you know, and they've got another game somewhere in there. So, boom, I'm taking the Browns for uh, for five games. Then they go in the second round
1: yeah.
0: and they pick running back Chubb from Georgia. And oh, I'm like, oh, they're winning seven <laughs> games now. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. You know, between those two guys, the, the Browns. I really think are going 7-9 this season. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't make the playoffs this season. They may not even make it next season. But mm-hmm. I think in three years you're going to start seeing the Browns as a as a legitimate wild card contender almost every year. I, I agree. And the, don't forget also about the Browns. They are so well coached. Hugh Jackson is such a good coach. And they're so young. That's mm-hmm. the thing is people keep forgetting that, you know, though they haven't been great on offense, they've been building that defense for a couple years now. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I think people should be a lot more excited to watch the Browns. I'm excited to watch the Browns this season, uh, which I've never said in my life. So <laughs> I, I just I love Baker Mayfield, man. That kid, if you if you watch Oklahoma, Georgia in the in the college football playoff oh, last year, oh. honestly, that might have been my favorite football game last year. And I was at the Tennessee Jacksonville Week 17 <laughs> game. But watching Georgia and Oklahoma go at it on television. Mm-hmm. was one of the most entertaining and explosive football games I've ever witnessed and it was super mm-hmm. super awesome and I, I love Baker Mayfield. All right, so that's the AFC North. Um, let's go to the AFC West. We kind of took yeah we kind of talked about it I mean, I'm just not sure what they're going I only one team's going and the team that goes maybe wins 10 games yeah I mean uh, and it's probably gonna be the Broncos. Because of the pickup of uh, Kirk, is it Kirk Cousins at the Case Keenum? Up? Case Keenum. Kirk Cousins went to the Vikings, which we'll definitely get into the yeah. NFC North yeah. later yeah. on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I uh, I'm not super happy about anything that the teams did. I I don't even think the Broncos did a lot. Sure, they picked up Case Keenum, but they got rid of C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. C.J. Anderson, and I don't I don't like the judge players off of this, but C.J. Anderson was a great fantasy player last year because yeah. he can catch and he can run. He was scoring a lot. Yeah, he was a positional and, and situational athlete. So mm-hmm. they, they I think they go. With so them. but they also picked up a uh, defensive lineman Chubb. Yeah, in the draft. Yeah. Oh, so, dude, and he's a he's a monster. Right? Yeah, so we'll we'll see what's going on. Uh, I'm not super excited about the West, though. Yeah, i about to say it. So let's just forget about yeah. that, honestly. Uh, coming out of the ASE East, I mean, the Patriots. Real, I don't see any team in the East challenging the Patriots. I no, really especially if they if they do the right thing and pick up Des Bryant, Brian Marshall, they're gonna be fine uh, there. Um, but you know, I'm super excited to watch the Jets and the Bills this season. I think they both win six games, um, but. Probably no more. They probably both go six and ten this season. Uh, Josh Allen or Rosen went to Bills. Uh, Gosh, honestly, they're so interchangeable because they're so similar to. I want to say Rosen did. I can't I think, remember. I think I think it was Rosen. I think it's. It probably doesn't matter. Yeah, it, does. <laughs> it, no, it really doesn't. But you know, I, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm more excited for Sam Darnold. I think he had a pretty bad last season in USC. So we'll see. But uh, yeah. Uh, must have been Josh Allen because Josh Rosen actually went to the Arizona Cardinals. That's right. Yeah. So Josh Allen. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what's going on uh in mm-hmm. the East, but uh, I think the Patriots are a lock for the East. I agree, and I I don't see that division really being yeah. close at all. Let's go to the NFC now. Let's talk about the NFC West. That that one's gonna be that yes. that, that, that that's gonna be a, an unbelievable. Uh, Division The Vikings last year. Such a fun team to watch. You're talking north or west? Um, North for Vikings? Yeah. 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 Yeah, So we've got the north. Yeah, you're right. Vikings. Sorry. I'm – No, you're fine. Yeah, well because both the north and the west are so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I was like – I was like, it makes sense what you're saying because they're both amazing divisions. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Vikings – I think picking up Kirk Cousins is huge. I don't know why they decided not to just re-sign Case Keenum. I don't know if they're mad at him for his performance in the championship I mean, game. I it, it could be they saw Kirk Cousins though and saw him as just a better quarterback. Which I mean, whether we which were, he is, yeah, yeah unfortunately, I, and yeah. that that's what it could be because I mean, Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's played on what the franchise tag for the last three seasons for the Redskins, so yeah. so he's obviously uh, valuable. Yeah, yeah. The AFC, or NFC North is looking great. Uh, the Vikings are going to be great. I stand by was saying that if Dalvin Cook doesn't get hurt last season, he's rookie of the year. Mm. That guy was leading and rushing. He was a monster. Oh, cool. And I knew he would be. He was my favorite running back coming out of the draft a couple years ago. I, he was he was a monster. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, I still don't think wins more in six games for the Bears this year, though. No. Uh, no. They don't have enough pieces still. Now, they, I, I, the Bears, give, give me a Bears wide receiver that's good. I, I couldn't even tell you what exactly. Bears wide receiver. <laughs> so there, there, there's my response to you. I mean... So, in that division, who do you think wins the division this year, do you think? Gosh, you know, I really want to say that the Lions finally get what they have worked so hard for, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm going to say the Vikings. Uh, The Packers could have if they had a better draft, um, Mm -hmm. but they didn't get their most needed piece, which was a running back. Yeah. Don't know what they were thinking. They're still going to be playing Ty Montgomery, who is a tight end at running back. And I don't understand why they're doing this. Mm. They could have picked up a running back. I agree. Um, So they had a pretty bad draft. Uh, Vikings win this one. But the North probably sends a wild card team. I think it's probably the Lions. Mm -hmm. I love Aaron Rodgers. I understand Aaron Rodgers is amazing. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Packers don't have a defense, though. No, their defense is Defense is so bad. And I think the Lions are just... Finally, I'm hoping they're finally gonna be fed up with being mediocre. I agree. So I think that, I think what, uh, most likely, lions get a wild card out of the north, and I, I, you know, and I agree with that. The lions, I hope they do well because that that is such a loyal fan base up there. And Matthew Stafford, I think, is a very underrated quarterback. Yeah, I really do. I don't think people realize how good he is. I like Matthew um, Stafford, so I think he's got. I, I agree there. I I think there's going to be two teams coming out of that. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say though I'm gonna say Packers. I'm gonna say the Packers come out of it. I'm that gonna, that's totally fine too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna that makes I'm gonna sense. say Packers. That makes you know that's mm-hmm. probably the right one, I'm probably picking the wrong team to get the wild mm. card. Uh, mm. I mean, are you saying Vikings win the division? Oh yeah. Oh, Vikings easily yeah, win the division. Definitely win the division. I think. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's I I'm also think the, I love the Vikings head coach too. I think he's so good. Yeah. Um, let's go to the West next. Um, <sighs> what a division. Th- th- this is going to be a great division. And also here's the other thing I'm going to say. The 49ers are gonna be right in the thick of things for a while in that division at least. Cause I do oh, yeah. think I do think Jimmy G is gonna be an unbelievable quarterback for the Niners. Yeah, he is. I you know, I don't care what people say, he's good at quarterbacking, man. He's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Uh uh they they did an awful thing this year though, the 49ers, and get rid of Carlos Hyde. That was a very stupid decision on mm-hmm. their part, uh, because they, they were other than Jimmy G now, it was only offensive weapons. I don't know what yeah. the heck they were thinking there. But, uh, you know, yeah, the West is, is the other uh, NFC division that could potentially send a wild card team. Uh, you know, we'll get into the East here in a minute because, yeah. goodness, who knows what's happening in the East. Yeah, uh, I agree. And the South. Honestly, the NFC is so much better than the AFC. Oh, it's not even close. The wild card teams are going to be 10 and 11 winning uh, mm-hmm. teams just like they were last year. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the Rams make me super nervous because they got rid of... Major defensive weapons. I'm upset about that. Uh, Seahawks had a horrible draft. Oh, um, they, they they pulled they, they pulled a PR stunt and got the one arm wonder. Other than that, yeah. they didn't do much. Um, the Cardinals. I, I, yeah, I mean that's yeah. I love David Johnson, but I don't think David Johnson can get them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want Dave Johnson to go to a team that he deserves to be on, honestly. And and Rosen, I don't know what he's going to do in the NFL. He's a he's a what yeah. if. I mean, I'm not sold on him. So. I, I I think I really want to say that Sam Bradford plays the Cardinals now, and I think I that think most so. likely he's starting for them. Um, but yeah, we'll see what David Johnson can do on his back. We'll see. Um, the Cardinals could. Finish second in the division, depending on how good the 49ers decide they want to be. I think, hands down, though, the Seahawks are going to be finding themselves in a slump season again. I agree. Not the fault of the amazing Russell Wilson, who, if everyone looks at Russell Wilson's stats last season and not the record of the Seahawks, Russell Wilson's a major candidate for MVP. Dude was on
1: fire dude, last. Dude, season.
0: he he was my fan, my top fantasy scorer last year. Yeah, I mean, but, but the thing is, is the rest of the team was just so bad. Oh, it was awful. So bad. He had to do everything himself, and it's really really important. And they had a bad offseason and a bad draft. Mm-hmm. Just hands so down. So who who wins the division in your eyes? Rams. Um, but I don't think the Rams win more than eleven games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may only win 10 games too i think the division is a lot more difficult now and Uh they got rid of some defensive weapons i'm gonna go rams as well i think only one team comes out of there i think i think i'm gonna go rams and then i'm gonna go 49ers and i'm picking the seahawks to finish last in this division yeah i'm sorry Uh i'm sorry seahawks and i I love watching the seahawks but yeah i'm I'm picking the seahawks to finish last um let's go to the defending super bowl champions uh the nfc east um I don't see any team challenging the Eagles in that division. No, no, no. I mean, the the Eagles, I I think they're still going to be so good. I mean, yeah, you lost Frank Reich, your offensive coordinator. Yeah. Which which can be a loss, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to affect them as much because they didn't really lose anything. Yeah. You know, you re-signed Nick Foles to a backup deal, and Carson Wentz, who – I think would have been the MVP last year had oh, he not got Yeah, I well, you have like 21 touchdowns in the first seven games I or mean, something like that. He, he is so good, and He's I, ridiculous. I, and the fact that you have him and then Nick Foles, who played so well in the postseason, I, I think that the Eagles will run away with that division. Well, let's talk about the rest of the division now. The, right. the problem with the NFC East is is I've always known the NFC East to all the teams finish between six and ten wins, mm-hmm. which has made the last few weeks of the season always very difficult for the NFC East because there's all the tiebreaks you have to do. Mm-hmm. Because typically, you know, you have an NFC East division winning team that won like nine or ten games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that wasn't the case last year. Right. Uh, I, I'm not confident they sent a wild card team this year, especially when you have the North, the West, and the South with such good teams in them. Right. Uh, East sends one team since the Eagles mm-hmm. probably with a buy. I agree I think the Eagles will be the top team in the NFC this year yeah I mean uh, I would be hard pressed to say that the Eagles don't 6-0 uh, their division. Oh, easily. They, I, they probably I could, will 6-0 their division. I could see them only like one or two of those games, too, being close. Like I, I, I really could see them just running through teams. They're, they're just going to be good, um, and you know that for some reason, Carson Wentz can't come back for the first couple games. Nick Foles is going to be fine to mm-hmm. take over. Yeah. So It's just as simple as that. The yeah. Eagles are going to do it, and I don't think that other teams are going to... Which, I want the Giants to do well this season, because I need people to realize that Eli mm-hmm. Manning isn't the issue mm-hmm. in New York. No. But... They probably still only win six games, yeah. which is probably gonna fall on Manning's shoulders, unfortunately, because I think he's a fine quarterback. He is, he's a fine quarterback. He's not better than his brother, like some no. people want to say. No, but he's not. but I mean he's got two Super Bowl rings. I mean, and yeah. you know, you know, people can say whatever they want. Um I, I'm just not sure if Saquon Barkley was is the saving grace they're gonna no, want him to No, be. I did not like he, that pick. He's great. Don't get me wrong, I love Saquon Barkley, but the Giants didn't need Saquon no. Barkley. I thought I think that uh Orleans is a is a running back that they could have built they could have built around, but they mm-hmm. just said with that pick now we're not going to invest in Arlen's No. Okay, I mean, well fine. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right. Final division of that we're going to talk about um, NFC North. Um, what? <sighs> <laughs> I well, mean. so I, okay, I'll rival you with the Bengals being the worst team. The Bucks, I think the Bucks are going to be awful. Mm. Um, I, I just think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just bad at football. Oh. However, I love their pick with Vita Vea. Mm. Uh, love that guy a lot. He's just a Big old Samoan defensive tackle. I mean, that's that's a good football player right there. But yeah, uh, Bucks are not going to be good this year. No, um, really. they didn't fill up their running back need. You know, they Got rid of Doug Martin. Um, Mike Evans is amazing. They have nobody to throw. I was about to say who's the like? I could not even tell you who their quarterback is right now. You know I mean, that let me tell you what happened. You know, they had Jameis Winston and they benched Jameis Winston to start Ryan Fitzpatrick last season for a couple games. All right. (laughs) Do I love Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes, I do. It was a very special place in my heart as a Tennessee Titans fan. Yeah. But that dude has played for like every (laughs) team (laughs) and like the South divisions. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Um, they just don't have a team this year, and mm-hmm. uh, the Bucks are not going to be good, and they, they will probably rival the Bengals for worst team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I agree there. I think when I look at this division, you have the Falcons who just re-signed Matt Ryan, too. Horrible re-signing. Oh, my God. Horrible, Mike, horrible re-signing. What goal. the hell? I cannot believe I got that update, and I thought it was a prank. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't a five-year. Five-year? Was it a 100-something million guaranteed? I mean, yeah, he's now the highest-paid quarterback, which is ridiculous. No, he's not. No. He shouldn't be. There's, in my opinion, there's one player who should be the highest-paid quarterback, and that's Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, and the thing about that is, is, is I don't understand how the Falcons can look at Matt Ryan and say, "Yeah, you blew a 28-3 lead. Let's sign you for five more years." Oh, and we'll give you a hundred million guaranteed. Ridiculous. Like. So I'm super unhappy about that mm. re-signing. I, sure, he's fine, but mm. for five more years, he's not going to be. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Um, I'm gonna go when I think of that because they got the Saints. And who's the fourth team in that division? Uh, the Panthers. Panthers, <laughs> Panthers yeah. Uh, oh man, That's so tough, so I man. think I think uh, I think the Saints win the division again. I would say I th- I'm going with New Orleans. And so here. so like let me just look at this. Uh, the NFC is so fascinating to me. So you know we've got the Eagles in the East winning. Yeah. Got the Rams in the West winning. Yep. Vikings in the North winning, and I think I've got the Saints in the South winning. I agree. I think wild card likelihood still probably going to be the Falcons. Yeah. And probably you have Packers, I have Lions. Okay. So, I think that's what we're looking at for wild card and the playoff picture for the for the NFC. I think the Saints are going to be really good. Um, you know, they the thing is between the Vikings, the Eagles and the Saints, those teams combined might lose six games. Mm, yeah. I think they're so good. Yeah, I man. think all through this and I think one of those three teams wins the Super Bowl this year. And we'll get to our Super Bowl picture yes. in just a moment when we're done. Yes. And uh, so well, and I, I agree, I'm going with Saints and I'm gonna go when I look at uh, I'm actually gonna do go different. I'm gonna go Panthers for my wild card. Oh wow. Uh, I'm gonna go Panthers instead of Falcons? Yeah, I'm gonna oh, go wow. Panthers. I'm gonna go Panthers, actually. Oh wow, man. And uh, what do you have faith in in the Panthers that no one else does? <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't, it's maybe more just, I don't trust the Falcons might be more okay. than anything. And the Panthers, I mean, Cam Newton has games where he, he looks phenomenal and Jobin, if you're listening, you're probably <laughs> cheering right now, but I mean, you know, it's just things like that. I'm going to go Panthers. So I'm going to go Panthers and Packers, my wild card, Oof, but I agree. Man. All of our division winners are the same. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we, we yeah. have our division winners on both sides. We picked what we think will happen. So, let's do this. Let's let's go down to who we think the final 4 would be, so the teams that will be playing oh in the, in the conference championships and then who do we think will play in the Super Bowl and who will win the Super Bowl. So here, let me get let me get all these teams okay. down here again cuz I want to I want to be able to look at my board here. Okay. And no, uh, so uh, so so we've got um in the NFC North, we've obviously got I think we got the Steelers.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? in uh, that West, you know, AFC North, AFC, North, AFC yeah, yeah, AFC, sorry. So, and then over in the West, you've got, oh God, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. Yeah, and <laughs> that's unforgettable forgettable it, there. And, and we both pick Broncos there. Those Broncos there. Uh, obviously, in the East, you've got the Pats, you've got the Dolphins, um, Bills, and Jets. I think that, Pats, that's pretty Pats, easy for Pats. Pats. Yeah. And South, obviously, we've got our Colts. We've got our Texans. We've got our you know, We've got our (laughs) Titans, and I think that we've got Jags there. Yeah, Jags. So, um, you know, let's look at that real quick. So we've got uh, Steelers, Pats, Broncos, Jags. Wild card picks for me are going to be Titans and, you know, I'm going to say either Colts or Texans. I'm, yeah, I'm really picking my two uh, wild card uh, teams out of the South. I'd say I, I'm going to have to go with you there because, and I'm yeah. not going to pick either one, but let's just say it's the Colts or the Texans. Yeah, so because because yeah. I, I also don't think that one of those will go yeah, for no, the wild card. No. All right, so yeah, so let's get, let's look at our final four. I mean, obviously, I think our first, you know, uh, I think people who are going to get buys are going to be probably like the Eagles. I agree, and <laughs> the Patri- I think the Patriots, Patriots are going to get yeah. a buy. Uh, Jags will get a buy, and then the other NFC team they'll get a buy. You think Saints or Vikings get a buy? I'm going to go Vikings. Think I'm going to so. go, I'm gonna go yeah. Vikings. I'll yeah. just go with you on that. Then. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, none of the wildcard teams are good enough you to know. get past these teams. So, mm. my, that that's also our final four. Okay. Our, also, our final four, you know, Eagles, Vikings, again, Pats, Jacks, again. Yeah. I hate to say it because I don't want that. Mm. But, but well, I think that's what happened. Well, and, and I'm going to take it a step further. So those are our final four. I think we're going to have a rematch of this year's Super Bowl. I think it's going to be Pats Eagles again. You think so? I think oh, it's going to be Pats Eagles again. And not only do I think the Eagles will win again, I think this year the Eagles will Handily win the Super Bowl. Gosh, that's such a hard decision for me to make. Yeah. I just don't know, man. Oh my goodness. Actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to change it up a little bit. Okay. So though the Saints don't get the bye yeah, I think they make it through. And I'm going to pick the Saints this year, actually, to, to go to the Super Bowl. You're going to pick the Saints to go to the Super Bowl? I am. Oh,
1: okay. I'm going
0: to the Saints go to the Super Bowl because I just love what they did with their backfield over the seas over uh, you know last season with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. That was super impressive. No one saw that coming. They've adapted, mm. and they adapted for good purpose. Mm. So I'm going to pick the Saints. Um, and sure, I will go. I guess I'll go with the Pats. Uh, just because the, the AFC is just not. Because the AFC is... There are no super amazing. Teams it, it's the it's like the Eastern Conference in the NBA. It's like really, I think whoever comes out of that is going to get destroyed by the West. Anyway. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. So you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going full on Saints for Super Bowl champions this year. Okay, uh, I like, I like the pick. And then I think that uh, either Drew Brees retires or he has a bad season next year, and then he's done. So you think Drew Brees I, only plays one or two more years? I think so. I, I think Tom Brady does the same thing. I think Tom Brady only plays one or two yeah. more years as well. And then you know, especially if it's and. And, you know, how how much more of an exciting Super Bowl does Tom Brady versus Drew Brees sound? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, mean, you 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 got two of the greatest quarterbacks of our lifetime. Probably sound – I mean, but also we didn't get Tom Brady versus Carson Wentz like we won Mm -hmm. last season. That's exciting for me too. Uh, I do think that it would be a better game with the Saints. I think Mm that the the teams are a bit more balanced. Uh, I think the Eagles would kill them. I think the Eagles would run them off the field. So, uh, you know, I think that uh, if the Saints – are face or playing either the Vikings or the Eagles in NFC championships? They just get by them. Mm-hmm. They just make it by on some miraculous quarterback smarts by Drew Brees, and we're, we're looking at the Saints, and you know you look at the Eagles. So, so I think we, we both realize right. that the NFC is is too dominant. Yeah. This oh, year, I agree. So we were last year. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun NFL season, man. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I think there, we're gonna have a lot of questions answered because i mean, super what? excited. Uh, well, what what, what, what what's, let's go over real quick. I mean, yeah. who who are your, uh. Let's do like a, you know rookie of the year. Okay. Let's do offensive rookie year. Let's do defensive rookie year. Well, let's let's pick MVP. So let's do offensive rookie year. Who are you looking at offensive <sighs> rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna go Mayfield. You're gonna uh, go Mayfield. I'm man. gonna go Mayfield. Yeah, I'm gonna go Mayfield because I think he's gonna do good things with the Browns this year. I don't think the Browns make the playoffs, but I Ooh. think he's gonna do good enough to I think do well. I don't want to pick Saquon, and I don't know, I don't trust Josh Allen and Josh Rosen enough, right? In uh, their quarterback. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Baker Mayfield for my Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, goodness. You know, I, I think I want to say that uh, the only other Offensive Rookie of the Year i pick is, is, um, gosh, Nick Chubb is the running Ooh, back they pick. Yeah. So, like, it, I think it's coming out of Browns, mm. which is so funny to say because they're probably only going to win seven games. But yeah. the Rookie of the Year is going to come out of that team, I, I think. Agree. Uh, my sleeper for Offensive Rookie of the Year, I don't know what team he went to. I can't think tell me, but I I keep him back to it. I love On Johnson out of Auburn. That guy could be mm. so elite. He's big. He's mean. He's nasty. He yeah. could do really well. Defense rookie of the year. Man. Man. Oh, God. I don't Gosh. That is just such a hard pick this year because there's so many good ones, honestly. <laughs> um, mm. I mean, I'll, I'll be a bit biased here. I, I think that Rashawn Evans for Tennessee is going to be so I, I'm good. Gonna, uh, Rashawn we'll Evans is one. Probably Bradley Chubb. I'd <laughs> say I'm leaning more toward Bradley Chubb. Also, the cornerback uh, that who's the cornerback that the Browns picked up? Oh yeah, I uh, uh, think yeah. I, I, I you're think, talking about. I think has a lot of potential, but I'm gonna go Bradley Chubb just because I think Bradley Chubb right now, when you look at him, you're just like, holy hell, yeah. this guy! And, and he's gonna be he's gonna be mentored pretty heavily by Vaughn Miller as well. Yeah. So cool. that. So let's look at the MVP. MVP. Should we, I mean? Do you want to do defense player year and uh, an offense player year? Or do we just want to do MVP? Let's just do MVP. Uh, MVP this year, uh, probably I'm picking uh, either Carson Wentz or Drew Brees. Oh, my goodness. I'm gonna go Carson Wentz this year because I think Carson Wentz is just gonna come back with such a vengeance. Yeah. But from missing last year, now given he still gets a Super Bowl ring, so yeah, but he's gonna come out there firing all yeah, cylinders. Yeah. So I'm because he, I think, without a doubt, I mean, Brady got it last year, but when Brady, Brady, there wasn't really much other option. Yeah. But I, I think Carson Wentz right now, it, I, I think he's rookie. He's MVP. He's if MVP. if Andrew Luck comes back and wins eight games, does he win comeback player of the year? Yes. Think so. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think if Andrew Luck comes back and he and he guides the Colts to. At least a 500, cl- or at least all- is on the brink of a play of a playoff berth. Yeah. I think Andrew Luck does because, he, he, but he's got to do it though. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think obviously that's a little bit too contingent on him coming back. Obviously, yeah. I I do think that um, th- this is a weird pick, but you have to remember that comeback player of the year doesn't necessarily mean they came back from injury. It just means they didn't play. Yeah, I I think a uh, huge contribution for uh, Zeke Elliott winning comeback yep. player of the year is pretty big, mm-hmm. or even Le'Veon Bell. Winning yes, winning comeback player of the year. Those guys could do it because yeah. if they both rush for 1,700 yards this season with uh, 20 touchdowns, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a few hundred through the air, yeah. they're probably going to win comeback play of the year. I agree. <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask you this. So we've got our awards picked out. We've got our Super Bowl champion. We've got our playoff team. So we think it's going to win the division. One last football question. Who wins college football national championship this year? Oh, man. God. Probably freaking Alabama. I mean, it's honestly. hard to bet against. It's hard to bet against. It. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm big I'm I'm big fan right now of Georgia because I like From the quarterback. I thought he looked so crisp, but you lose year, two good running backs. like you Mish- lost Michelle and Chubb. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that's another thing about the Pats. That's why they probably go there because Sonny Michelle's super good. Oh. He was um, awesome. Yeah, so they picked up a good pack. But yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Georgia, I want to say that Georgia gives a run for it, but I'm not super sure about that. You know, obviously, you know, I'm a huge Michigan Wolverines fan. Right. Shea Patterson came over from Ole Miss, got granted to play this year. Dude's a very elite SEC quarterback. That could be something I'm looking at, but I don't, I think that Michigan goes to the playoffs. I don't think they win it. I think Alabama probably wins it again. I, I I, I'm a, I'm Clemson like, definitely misses the playoffs this year. I agree. I've got to say that. Um, I hate Clemson so much. Uh, I don't know why it just bothered me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because they came out of nowhere, and I just am not a huge fan of Deshaun Watson either. Because I don't think he's a smart quarterback. I think he's just really lucky. I, I, I don't <laughs> like also the comments that Dabo Sweeney said a couple mm-hmm. years ago when he said when like they were talking about possibly like giving the players a stipend for money or something, and he said these kids are privileged enough as he makes four million dollars a year. That comment yeah. really bothered me a lot. So I just don't know who's going to college football, man. Yeah. Uh, it's probably just going to be the freaking. But Bama. Yeah, I mean they're good. They're good. I'm gonna go Bama. I'm also gonna make a poor prediction. I'm a Kentucky fan, and obviously Kentucky football has not been good really well ever. Yeah. And uh, although they did win the Sugar Bowl back in the '50s with Bear Bryant, um, <laughs> but uh, I think Kentucky this year doesn't win the SEC East. But I think they're second place behind Georgia this year. I'm making a bold prediction, dude. They they can surprise, so that's that's probably fair. I'd say they they got a great junior co transfer with Terry Wilson. I also think Gunnar Hope could be a really good quarterback. Their defense, they return pretty much everything. Obviously, Josh Allen is transferring, right? But I I think Kentucky this year will be second in the in the in the. SEC each, they are not beating Georgia. I, that Let's just get that yes. out of the way now. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get that that's out of the way. That's kind of where then. I'm at with Michigan this year. Is, you know, they, they've got a really tough, tough schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. I, yeah. uh, I think the Big Ten is going to be super good this year. I, the Big Ten could send two. I, I think the playoff this year will be two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams, if that means anything. Ooh, I think perfect. that's going to happen. Um, I think the Big 12 and the Pac-12 miss it this year. All right. Which is kind of all all right. our prediction. So those are our bold <laughs> predictions for football this year. Now to close it out, we have two things we're going to do here. I'm adding a new segment to my show today. Ooh. Um, I'm we have hot issues, just quick questions about what's going on right now. Oh God, uh, and, 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 I don't uh, know anything about what's going on. Right well, now. well, it's just simple things. Your opinion is what I mean. Okay, and, fine. And then we'll do, of course, Jay Bear's quota to close out the show, where I ask, uh, where, where I ask just Angelo some personal questions. That way, for those listeners, I can get to know him a little bit. So let's start with the hot issues. Oh God, okay. Um, is free speech under attack right now? <sighs> I think that's a paradox. Because, you know, uh, how can you say free speech under attack when you're using free speech? You know, I don't know. I, I I definitely feel pretty censored, uh, but I don't know. The people who say free speech is under attack or the people who are using it to their advantage, I think they're all hypocrites. I think that people just need to get over it and just say what you want to say probably and just well, yeah, get huh? over it. I mean, you know... Before you know it, uh, football coaches aren't going to be able to yell at their players at practice. You know? oh, so. I mean, and, and, I mean, it's it's so awful. I mean, you know, look, it's it, – it, 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 free speech is free speech. Obviously, there are certain speeches that has consequences. If you go into your workplace and call an African-American man an N-word, right? you're, you're not going to go to jail, but you're yeah. probably not going to have a job anymore. No, so, definitely not. Yeah. And you shouldn't have a job. I mean, that's just moronic. But, right. I mean, you know, it, it's things like that. But I agree. Like, you know, my thing is it's mostly conservative speakers getting censored at college campuses. Yeah, and then, but at the same time, like, I, it bothers me because uh, – and I, I don't lean conservative or liberal at all. I, yeah, I kind of sure. stay out of it. But, sure. But I, I do listen to – I do watch a lot of stuff. And the issue I have is, you know, conservative speakers don't really get to defend themselves when they say the things. But at the same time, liberal speakers are just so aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that they abuse it. You know, like, I agree. Uh, conservative speakers may be getting censored, but liberal speakers abuse their right so much, and I think that's just as wrong as censoring. Honestly, I, as abusing it. I agree. Um, what are your thoughts on people calling for semi-automatic weapons to be banned? Um, honestly, like I'm kind of old school. I think that uh, guns in the home—you know—you can have you can have like a fun gun, like a handgun, sure, like that which protection, I which I have. And you know, really the. Original purpose of guns was for hunting to feed your family, so you have a hunting gun. I'm not like a huge fan of having like, you know, semi-automatic weapons because I don't see the, uh, I don't really see the practical use. I think that everyone should be totally entitled to a handgun and a and a hunting rifle. Because, you know, who knows what might happen? We might need to, you know, return back to the old hunting gathering days. But that's right. kind of my opinion on that. Again, I think I've shot a gun once. So I'm not sure how <laughs> much of my uh, how much of my expertise should really okay. play into that yeah. answer. That, 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 that's, that's fair. That's also fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there. That's I, fair. I, I, I'm a huge gun advocate. I don't own an AR-15. It, <laughs> personally, it, it's not because I'm against them. It's just I, I don't want one. Right. I mean, I, I own a handgun. I intend on getting one more handgun. Um, just, you know, for that. Um, but the AR 15 is actually the most power, not the most powerful, the, uh, most popular weapon right now. It's, it's the, it's the most owned rifle in, in the United States right now. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> it, 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 well, and, and yeah, I mean, there's no other words. Um, what are your thoughts of boy Scouts now allowing girls? I'm super against it. Um, there's Girl Scouts, um, Girl Scouts, and there's Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts, the purpose of Boy Scouts is to build strong young men, just like this purpose of Girl Scouts is to build strong young women. Um, if Girl Scouts feels that the programs in the Boy Scouts are either I, I, I mean, too good, I mean that's probably not the words they're going to use. Right. But if they like the programs that are used Boy Scouts, then just implement them into your Girl Scouts. Sure. Um, studies have proven that it's important for young men and young women to be around uh, people of their own gender to grow as strong young men and young women. Um, I, agree. I have huge issue with it. Uh, it's the same thing for like fraternities and sororities. Yeah, that, um, you know, you, you grow yourself as a person when you're around people who believe in the same values mm-hmm. um, with sure. Yeah. Men and women can believe in the same values within that, but there's still a camaraderie and being around guys for guys yeah. and women for women. You know, okay. It's as simple as that. The Supreme Court is going to be making a decision probably next month about a baker in Colorado who refused to make a cake for a same-sex couple. Um, what do you think should happen with the Supreme Court there? Well, I first need to address that. Uh, I you know, uh, Gay rights is is cool. I'm totally uh, say Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, uh, I, 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 for uh, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Refusal of business is totally up to the person who owns the business. I mean, if you really don't, if you really want to lose out on money, sure, go for it. Yep. be an idiot. Uh, but I think that uh, it's ridiculous that it's taken so long to get gay marriage going. Um, you know, we that really should have been a thing forever ago. I agree. Uh, anybody should be able to marry and love who they want to love. But at the same time, you have to apply that philosophy to anybody should be able to serve who they want to serve as well. If you want to be dumb and lose out on business because you won't serve a couple people, you know, make a couple people a wedding cake. Yeah, especially in a state like Colorado, you said Colorado, right? Yeah, super weird because it's a liberal state. Yeah, so it's super weird that some guy in Colorado said, "Yeah, I'm not going to make you a cake for your same-sex wedding." (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. okay, dude, you're an idiot. You just lost all your. I was say say, like that. That's my thing, you know. In my at the end of the day, it's like me as a Christian or me as a white man, you know, me as a conservative. If if there was a sign in a store that said, "We don't want, we do not serve Christians," or "We do not serve white people," I'm just going to be like. Okay, well, let's see what this other store has. Yeah, I mean, you lost my business. I'd say like, like I'm not going to come back here anymore. Yeah. And and honestly, if I know of a store that doesn't serve African Americans or won't serve yeah. gay people, then I, I'm gonna that I'm not going to go there because I'm going to be like, no, that's wrong. Yeah. I, Pri- I, private I, business should be yeah as private as you want to make it. Obviously, it's a public business, like yeah uh, sure like Walmart can't say that no because it's a public business. Yeah, uh, but private businesses, you you should have the right to serve who you want. But I mean. That means you have the right to be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I completely agree there. Uh, final qu- question real quick on that. Is Donald Trump re- does Donald Trump win re-election in 2020? Probably not. Uh, I mean, I, I could care less about the presidency right now. I don't think that Donald Trump has done anything detrimental, but he also hasn't done anything super great either. Uh, so <laughs> I think that he's done a, he's done a whole lot of nothing. But I think that people make it seem like he's like killing the world, mm-hmm. but he's not. Well, the thing is, his approval rating actually went up this week. It's a, it's at one of the highest it's been in a while. It's out, oh. I, it was at 47%. That's <laughs> good for him, I guess. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> in my opinion, the Democrats are yet to show that they, they're putting up someone strong. Although if Joe Biden runs, then he's in trouble. So I'm going to say that right now. All right. So let's go to Jay bears quota. Uh, this is where I just ask personal questions to Angelo real quick stuff. You don't have to answer them. just up. Uh, I get a lot of these, uh, watch Larry King. He does this on a lot of his shows. Okay. <laughs> uh, secret talent. Oh God. The secret talent. Um, wow. I mean, I'm a, I'm a film critic, so mm. I, I'm a published film critic. You can find my stuff on a uh, borrowing com. That's B O R R O W I N G T A P E.com. Uh, I, I write film reviews and film critiques and uh, I guess that's my secret talent. Sure. What's the best film you've seen in the last two months? Last two months? Oh, wow. That's super difficult. Uh, I hate to be cliche, but I did see uh, Infinity War a couple weekends ago and it it, threw, it blew me away. And, and I'm not huge into those big blockbuster things, but yeah. the, that, that movie floored me, honestly. Mm. It, it, to, to me personally, the, the latest It movie is still one of the best movies I've ever seen. I mean, I just thought it was, it was so... Cert- it was certainly very good, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can't... Yeah, I mean I, I I loved all the Oscar films of this last year as well. So, mm. I mean it, it, it's been it's been really good for movies lately. Yeah. Um favorite beer. Favorite beer. Oh god. Well, if like if I'm spending good if I like, if I'm spending more than a, you know, a buck on a beer, like at a restaurant, yeah. I'm getting like a Blue Moon or a Sam Adams, but honestly, I I I burn through uh you know, straight up good old Miller Lite. Miller. <laughs> I mean that's that is uh I, I'm you know, I like to consider myself a pretty classy guy, but I'm pretty <laughs> trashy when, pretty trashy when it comes to my consumption of Miller Light, man. It's kind of absurd. Well, and uh I'm a Coors like person, but my dosakes is
1: my man. Right, that, right, that, that, right. That's
0: that's my thing. Uh favorite drink, favorite alcoholic drink other than beer? Sunny D. I plan on getting the tattoo of a bottle of Sunny D on my Sunny, own. Sunny Sunny I Delight. love Sunny D so much. Ooh. I haven't had Sunny Delight in a long time. I really haven't. I'm all about it. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Oh gosh, um, just sitting down and eating a whole bag of Doritos, probably. Dude, Doritos are so especially, addicting, especially man. if it's like a spicy, a spicy sweet chili. Oh my goodness! If they're, I if I have a couple of those, I'm just having a whole bag. Dude, they're so addicting. They're really to, to me to me at, that's tough for me. Uh, it really <laughs> is tough because I have so many of them. Not just food, like just random stuff I like to do around the house. Yeah. Um, biggest regret. Oh man, there's way too many. Um, maybe majoring in the wrong things in college. Uh, I don't know, maybe not playing certain sports in high school. You know, I, I only played football. I really wish I would have, uh, wrestled and played baseball. That'd have been awesome for me. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, things like that. Okay. Fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. Biggest pet peeve. Oh, wow. Biggest pet peeve. I, I don't like it when uh, I'm talking to somebody. Let's say I'm going on vacation somewhere. Yeah, like uh, like go. Like I went on vacation a few months ago to DC, and everyone was like, "Trust me, you have to do this, or you you got to do this if you're out in DC." That just bothers me because, like, I don't like know it alls a whole lot, Mm. especially when it comes to them like trying to tell me what I should do. Sure, yeah, like like when someone says, "No, trust me, man, you got to believe me," blah 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 blah. That just annoys because someone's like, "I'm just not going to listen to you." (laughs) Uh, My mine is people that I have a couple. Mine is. people that interrupt. Yeah. Um, like, you know, it just, it, it just bothers me and, and it's going to happen occasionally and I'm guilty of it too, but we, there are some people we both know that do it, <laughs> that, that, that do it repeatedly yeah, yeah. And, and that gets annoying. And uh, also when people are angry and they take their anger out on someone, they take their anger out on someone when they're not mad at them. Yeah. That, that's a big pet peeve of mine. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, favorite personal sports memory from something that you were a part of. Oh, wow. um, Let's see. I I've, I played. Uh, gosh, wow. Until college, I played eleven years of football, and uh, by I, I was in the trenches, so not a whole lot. Uh, you know, a couple couple big sacks maybe were, were were good moments for me. But I probably didn't have a big sports, awesome sports moment for myself until I got to college. I switched from football to rugby. I'm a Huge rugby fan now. Dude, great sport. Uh, love rugby, and probably my my biggest moment was uh, I I had never scored. I, you know, that's the great thing about rugby is you can score in rugby. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never had scored, and it was probably like my fourth the last match ever. And I scored not once, but twice against, yeah. against Earlham College, um, which was awesome. It, it was at Earlham, though, unfortunately. So I never scored at home at Hanover. I was mm-hmm. pretty sad about that. But uh, scoring twice in a match, pretty big for a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, for me personally, you know, I, I was a part of a sectional championship basketball team when All I was right. in high school. But for me, it was probably, you know, I have two conference championship rings that, you know, I typically wear when I'm out in public. I wear one of them. But the one when I was an assistant coach at Hanover, yeah, my, final, my final year, just because our best player quit, we went on to Transy, who was ranked 13th in the country at the time. And we beat them on their home court after they had not been challenged really that yeah. year. It was just such Good a spe- yeah. such a special memory Good there. <clears throat> um, favorite sports memory of one of your favorite teams? Oh, you know, honestly, I it's, it has to be when I was at Nashville last New Year's Eve, and I got to watch the Tennessee tie-ins beat the Jacksonville Jaguars to get into the playoffs for the first time in so long. That was special for me. I was with my girlfriend. Yeah. You know, We drove, We had gotten the tickets like a, like a month before, and we were really debating on whether or not to go. We were like, oh, I don't know. We should go. We've got to go all the way down there. We're going to miss New Year's Yeah, because we had stuff. people here. Yeah, yeah, so like, we missed New Year's, but we decided like the day before, we're like, no, we're going to go because – because Her mom got us uh, matching Mariota jerseys and stuff, Aww. so we're like, We gotta go now. And yeah. uh, yeah, definitely an amazing moment, or um, one of the countless walk-off wins I've seen at Victory Field for the Indianapolis Indians, those are always amazing too. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I, I probably see Tennessee beat Jackson the last season for me. It's so tough just because you know, my, I'm a Kentucky fan, a Colts fan, oh, yeah. a Spurs fan, so I've seen a lot of success. But for me, probably, I go back and forth between. 2014 Spurs winning the NBA championship just because the year before they choked it so badly. Yeah, Ray Allen hit the that's three. Fair. Ray Allen hit three. But Kentucky winning it in 2012 was so special because it had been 14 years since they had won the title. Yeah. And you know, John Calipari, you know, he gets so much hate uh at Kentucky and he won the title and it was just such a fun thing to be a part of. I lost a friend of mine a few months earlier in a car accident, who was a big Kentucky fan, I think, when they won. Yeah. It was just kind of special to see. That is special. A sports team that makes you ill to see succeed. Definitely has got to be Jacksonville or the Cubs, because I'm a huge Brewers fan. I, I actually went to the Cubs-Brewers uh, <laughs> game last Sunday. The Brewers lost 2-0. It was a good game. But I, <clears throat> I I also can't stand Cubs fans. Cubs fans are really awful, too. But Jags, uh, yeah, I, I can't. I. I, I can't stand the Jags. Yeah, they just maybe, make me so yeah. sick. For me, for me, and, and the Cubs are whatever. I mean, obviously, we have a fraternity brother who's a Cubs fan, and he's just, he's not an obnoxious Cubs fan. <laughs> but I mean, man, the overall their fans can make it difficult for me. It's probably global.
1: I mean, yeah, Louisville, oh Louisville, yeah, Louisville
0: sucks. <laughs> I mean, they, they really do. Uh, something we should be paying more more attention to as a society. Um. Ben. Uh, and you know, young boys, and you know, we're forgetting about them and their mental health. Uh, as you know, uh, I'm a social worker. Yes, um, I've been a social worker now for you know, going on a couple of years. Um, I plan on dedicating my life to it. I work with, I work with families and kids that are involved in you know, abuse, and neglect situations, you know, drug abuse, things like that. But um, it's just amazing how, first of all, how, how few male social workers there are. I'm one of like four in my company. Wow. Um, I don't come across a lot of males. And uh, but just in general, the males I work with, I, I work with young, a lot of young males. They give me a lot of young males to work with, and these guys are just—they have so few resources there, and they're they're hurting. And I just wish that we were paying more attention to making sure that all children were getting the help they need, not just one area. I agree. There, a beautiful point there, and I'm I'm glad you're here to talk about that because that's something that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Person you'd love to go back in time and talk with? Oh wow, uh, probably Ernest Hemingway. I'm a huge Huge Ernest Hemingway fan. Um, you know, I love his literature. His literature actually really helped me kind of discover my masculinity a little bit more. So uh, it would probably be Ernest Hemingway um, for sure. For me, it's someone, and I've said this on multiple podcasts now, you're the third guest I've had on since I started it. Um, for me, it's Mr. Rogers. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. No. B- because you, know, we're, you and I both know we're so divisive right now just in our country. Mr. Yeah. Rogers, it didn't matter if you were black, white. Male, female, gay, straight, anything. Yeah. Mr. Rogers treated everyone with respect. I'm excited. Yeah, so I, I, I would love to just go back and talk with him. Yeah. Current TV show you'd love to be on or host? Oh wow, be on or host. I, I've been told that um, that I would either lose in the first week or I would win Big Brother. So uh, I think I I think I'd like to be on Big Brother just to prove people wrong or right. <laughs> I had Rob on a couple podcasts ago when we discussed March Madness and that's what he said. He said Big Brother. Yeah. But my answer is always the same. ESPN First Take. Well, and, um, so that was my next thing. I, you know, for for a show, I'd like to host or be on. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably also like to do like a like a sports show yeah. possibly. Yeah. Uh, or you know anything like that really. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, something on your bucket list? Oh, something on my bucket list. Um. That's a pretty tough one. Uh, I mean, I would love to see as many of my sports teams play at home as possible, you know, like maybe, you know, season tickets to like every sports team. But honestly, I live in Indiana and my three main sports uh, followings are the Tennessee Titans, the Michigan Wolverines and the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. So that's never going to happen really. Uh, I don't know, man, you know, uh, my bucket list is just to, you know, do all the fun things that I want to do. I guess I don't know. I know that's generic, but I, I don't commit myself too much to that. Yeah. So no, I, I gotcha. So, um, I, it's, that's, t- that's a tough one for me. Cause there's so many things I've loved to do. Right. Um, so, yeah I don't know I, I got nothing to say yeah. <laughs> Actually no I have one thing okay. so I'm On my bug list Attend to Wrestlemania Oh yeah That'd be a, a lot of fun t- Attend yeah, yeah, yeah. to Wrestlemania That's I love fair. Anyone that knows me Knows I absolutely love Professional wrestling um, I Wrestlemania is just So incredible It's such an incredible yeah. Weekend because you got uh, The Hall of Fame on Friday Then you got NXT Takeover Saturday Wrestlemania Sunday Then the Raw After Mania Monday Which is always just A wild night awesome. So I, I'd love to just Take a whole weekend And just go Yeah that'd be uh, cool Definitely. Uh, proudest moment of your life. Proudest moment of my life. Wow, holy cow. Um, I am a sh- first generation college student in my family, so you know, probably graduating college. even though I definitely didn't think of it as a proud thing. Um, maybe, maybe joining my fraternity. You mm-hmm. know, Beta Theta Pi. I wrote a chapter at Hanover College. Definitely a proud moment. Um, love all my brothers a lot. Oh gosh, proud moment. That, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I mean something like that's... Uh, it's gotta be you know, one of those two probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, when we, let me tell you what, and for anyone listening, for anyone, you know, we may have been small for our fraternity, man, but let me tell you what, I, I'd, I'd challenge anyone that had a, as much fun as we did and yeah. still have as much fun as we all do. Yep. And, uh, that's, I agree with you. Final question, Angelo in five years. Whew, let's see. Five years. will be almost 30. I'll um, be 31. <laughs> I'll probably, let's see. Um, I'd like to be in more of a leadership role in my career. um, That probably will somehow include having uh, probably go back to school and get a master's degree in social work. Um, Hopefully be either uh, higher up in my own company or maybe move on to another company where I can be higher up in. Uh, I've started a recent stand-up career as an amateur, uh, which is going pretty well already. I'm doing my second show in a couple days. My first show went really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So maybe in five years I'm doing a a lot more of that. Um, I'm hoping that my film criti- uh, criticism is going really well. Possibly, maybe running my own website in five years instead of writing for a website and being published on that. You know, there, various things. Having you know, you know, having a good little family, or whatever. You know, lots of things would be great in five years. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, oh, buddy. Uh this has been fun, hasn't it? I had so much fun actually. I I, and I knew I would, but I definitely had a lot of fun. You you threw me off for those uh those hot topic issues. (laughs) Well I was pretty thrown off by those. Uh that's the point of them. That's fair. It's to make people kinda think on the spot. That's fair. uh, That's fair. You know, and I appreciate you coming down here. Uh we always love having you down here and there's you know, obviously we're gonna be getting together as brothers over the summer and of course one of one of our brothers is getting married in October, which we're excited. Brett, if you're listening, we're excited for it, man, and uh You know, it's, and, uh, so we've got a long summer ahead of us. Baseball season, uh, you know, it's going to be going on over the summer and then we'll have to get to a Brewers Reds game. Oh, we we, we will. We will. Don't don't worry. (laughs) We will. So until next time, Angelo, I appreciate you coming in, buddy. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you very much to Angelo Yeomans for joining me on the podcast for this episode. Of course, we'll do another podcast sometime in the future. Just make sure you stay up to date. Follow it on iTunes, just J dash Bayer podcast. Follow me on Twitter at WRX underscore J-Bear um, or follow me on follow our radio station at WRX Radio we'll post stuff occasionally there as well so folks until next time thanks for tuning in you have been listening to the Jbear bear podcast NFL edition